Welcome to Leadership Link, a ministry extension of Journey in the Word. I'm Craig Hamlin, your host. Leadership Link will hopefully be a resource for you as you lead your small group, men's or women's group, or simply lead your family. So thanks for listening today. This is episode one of Leadership Link, the leader's secret weapon. You know, leadership can be one of the most rewarding responsibilities and one of the most gut-wrenching. Leadership is moments when everything is clicking, but times when it seems everything is falling apart. Every leader needs the skills and support to be the best leader they can be. Skills are not given at birth. Skills have to be developed. And some leaders have to work harder at honing those skills than others. Support is not always there for leaders, and they have to work overtime to make up for the lack of support. Some leaders collapse under the weight of the work if they're not supported well. But when a leader has support from his team or organization, that leader typically thrives. Leaders seldom get to the place of significance without the support of others around them. It's like the proverbial turtle on a fence. You know, if you see a turtle on a fence, you know he didn't get there without some help. (laughs) Well, being a leader takes skills and support. However, the secret weapon of a successful leader is not their skills and not the supporting cast around them. No, the secret weapon of a leader is their discipline. Bob Briner and Ray Pritchard wrote a book some years ago entitled The Leadership Lessons of Jesus. In this episode of Leadership Link, I want you to hear one of the leading leadership lessons that deals with the secret weapon of leaders, the leader's discipline. They build this particular lesson off of Mark 135. Very early in the morning, before daybreak, Jesus got up and left his house and went out to a solitary place, and there he prayed. Here is Briner and Pritchard. If you expect discipline among your followers and lack it in your own life, your followers will lose respect and then grow to resent you. Mark is very precise in this passage, saying, very early in the morning, while it was still dark. Jesus disciplined himself in the wise use of time. He was up and at him early. More importantly, however, he disciplined himself to a time of prayer and solitude, prerequisites for Christians to succeed in any kind of leadership position. Finding time for both is not an option, but a requirement. A habit of prayer is perhaps more easily developed than a habit of solitude. Leaders can pray at a variety of times and in a variety of places, but solitude must be sought diligently. Solitude does not come naturally or easily. Although the nature of a leader-follower relationship requires some degree of togetherness, a leader must discipline himself and his followers to establish time apart from the team. Mark says that when Simon and his companions found Jesus, they exclaimed, everyone is looking for you. We would say, hey, what are you doing? Everyone needs you. And you're holed up in your office with the door closed. You know, the fact that you're needed affirms your leadership. But followers must understand the need for regular periods of solitude. Great leaders, from Abraham Lincoln to Winston Churchill to Thomas Edison, followed Jesus' example of setting aside quiet times alone, and so should you. 
Jesus' reply to Simon's exclamation is also quite instructive. Let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. Evidently, Jesus was recharged and re-energized by the time of prayer and solitude that he had with his father, ready to move on and tackle the job ahead. Prayer and solitude do not cut into a leader's time or lessen his or her effectiveness. They add to and multiply that effectiveness. Many of us have the wrong idea about prayer and solitude. We think that part of life is what you do while you're waiting to do something really important. In that sense, we view prayer as equivalent to a football team doing a pregame warm-up drill. Everyone knows that the drills only get the team ready for the big game. However, there's a real sense in which prayer isn't the pregame at all. Prayer is where the battles of life are won and lost. We see something like this in Jesus' life. Again and again, he gets alone with his Father and pours out his heart in prayer. Everything else that happens, the miracles, the teaching ministry, his confrontations with enemies, flow directly from his time alone with God. After all, the only place where his sweat poured out like blood was in a garden alone with God. He never struggled when faced with his enemies. He won the battle alone before leading his followers in the victory parade. Prayer and solitude were vital to Jesus' leadership, and they also are must for us. As you think about your leadership, know that your secret weapon are not your skills or even the support around you, but the, but the willingness and discipline to get alone with God and abide in Him. Hey, for more resources, Bible studies, articles, or messages along these lines or other things, other topics, visit journeyintheword.com. The next episode of Leadership Link will focus on knowing how to win and lose in leadership. I hope you have a great day. God bless you guys, and we'll see you next time.